Hey, welcome back, everybody. Are you looking for a new way to generate ideas to solve your problems? Do you have the culture in place that accepts that all ideas are important ideas? Do you think of yourself as a creative person? What about your team? Well, David Kelly, CEO of the legendary design firm IDEO, spoke about the importance of building creative confidence. He relayed the experience of a classmate of his early on in elementary school being ridiculed by a peer about a project that he was trying to create. As a result, his classmate immediately shut down and quit the project, feeling discouraged about his peer's opinion. Kelly went on to talk about how we can often opt out of being creative due to this kind of experience. We tell ourselves that we're not creative, so therefore, it's somehow true. He stressed how wrong this is and how important it is for us to understand and realize that we are all naturally created. We're not divided up into creatives and non-creatives. In creative workshops with accounting professionals, I always stress the need to think about more than just the facts. Accountants are very fact-oriented people. The challenge is to get them to see that there's more to their profession than just the facts and figures. Many of them feel, just as Kelly described, that they somehow aren't cut out to be creative or they aren't capable of being creative. However, the important thing for all of us in technical professions and a few other professions that are generally considered not creative is to realize that, indeed, we all are creative. Creativity is, simply put, your ability to generate ideas. And we all certainly do that. And the more, the better. So remember, your involvement in the creative process is just as real and just as important as everyone else's. Improv beyond the stage. Business schools across America have taken note of the importance of idea generation and creative thinking in the business world. For the past several years, programs have started offering courses that help students not only learn ways to promote freer thinking and brainstorming, but to adopt principles of improvisation in order to facilitate this creativity. One of the most powerful principles of improv is found in the practice of the yes and approach. Bob Cullen an influential promoter of getting improvisation into business schools across America, summed up the idea of yes and in a Slate article. He's quoted in saying, when they are collaborating on stage, improv performers never reject one another's ideas. They say yes and to accept and to build on each new contribution. It's a total philosophy of creativity, says Holly Mandel, founder of the performance school Improvolation, and its corporate target offshoot, Emergence, yes and creates while no stops the flow. In this yes and principle of improv that gets ideas churning up and out of people's heads. This is not only applicable for others, but for ourselves as well. We are often our own harshest critic. A critic that is quick to dismiss our ideas as stupid. We need to silence that critic in order for creativity to surface. In reality, there are no stupid ideas. Every one of them leads somewhere 
and it's especially important in brainstorming to let all the ideas rise. In creativity workshops, I stress the importance that no idea is a bad idea. All ideas lead to a better idea. Therefore, all ideas are important. So whatever's in your head, let it out. Even if the inner critic is in there shouting at you, shout it down and let the idea out. Ideas, both good or bad, lead to better ideas. No ideas lead to absolutely nothing. Getting those ideas out. Remember when we are brainstorming ideas, we are looking for quantity, not quality. You can't create and criticize in the same space. Let me repeat that. You can't create and criticize in the same space. Successful ideation requires divergent thinking, which is a process used to generate creative ideas by exploring as many possible solutions necessary. Once we've completed the generation of the ideas, then we change to convergent thinking. Convergent thinking is where we take those ideas and organize them and take steps to see if we can arrive at a correct solution. In other words, you now can become that critic, but not during divergent thinking. There are many exercises that you can employ in your brainstorming process. One of my favorites is outrageous opposites. If you have a problem to solve, step one is to brainstorm traditional approaches in solving that problem. Step two is to brainstorm outrageous ideas in solving the problem. When you are finished, look at those outrageous ideas and see if anything is there that you can expand on. For example, you can do this with one by yourself or 20 or 30 people. Let's say the problem that we have is recruiting seasoned staff for our company. What are some traditional approaches that we could use in recruiting seasoned staff? Well, there's monster.com ads, indeed.com ads, hire a headhunter, offer a referral bonus to current staff, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, what could be some outrageous approaches? Hire a blimp to fly over a sporting event? And have your ad that you're looking for folks flashing on the blimp? Place ads in restrooms? Have an open house? Create a fun YouTube video about your company? And etc. Review your outrageous approaches and see which ones might actually work for your organization. There's a regional accounting firm, Witham Smith & Brown, that did a fun YouTube video to help increase the morale in the company. These videos were actually so good that seasoned staff from other accounting firms applied for positions with Witham Smith & Brown. A link to one of their videos will be in the show notes. Another favorite brainstorming exercise is called Kill the business. Instead of thinking of ways to grow your business, this is an exercise that focuses on ways to put your company out of business. You see, your team is looking at the company's weaknesses and listing them as small, medium, and large threats. Once these weaknesses have been identified and categorized, then answer a couple of questions. What did we not think about before that we can see now? What could attack us now, and how can we quickly eliminate that threat? 
And which one is the most important weakness that we must fix? This is an eye-opening exercise that will uncover opportunities that you may not have discovered using conventional thinking, like how can we grow our business? Now, there's a number of resources that you can find brainstorming exercises. Here's a couple. Smartstorming, the game-changing process for generating bigger, better ideas by Keith Harmeyer and Mitchell Rigge. Improvisation for the Theater, third edition. Paulus Bowling. These exercises can be debriefed from a business perspective and are great for brainstorming. Implementing a creative approach. In the end, the workplace needs leaders that inspire and encourage the expression of creativity. John Dagoon, CMO of Novel, was quoted in Forbes saying, truly creative leaders invite disruptive innovation encourage others to drop outdated approaches and take balanced risks. They are open-minded and inventive in expanding their management and communication styles, particularly to engage with a new generation of employees, partners, and customers. Now, this doesn't happen overnight, but if the leadership encourages the generation of ideas, some of them are bound to produce impressive results. Not all ideas are going to work. No matter how much product testing and field work the company conducts, some ideas will go nowhere. But if you have no ideas, you certainly will go nowhere. When it comes to creativity and generating ideas, all are needed, all are wanted. While what comes out might be a little rough, with a little polishing and fine-tuning, the result can be quite extraordinary. I'd like to discuss having me facilitate a brainstorming session for your organization. Contact me at Peter at Peter Margaritas, and in the subject line put, all ideas are important ideas. Thanks, and have a great week. Like what you just heard, visit c-suiteradio.com. C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.